0: You sound, you you nice sound so
1: sad and despondent, too. I'm just like, yeah. It's like, you're like McNulty standing around uh, Stringer Bell's apartment.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, what's good, folks? You're listening to the 39th. 43rd edition of the Slam Bro Show. It's your boy, none other than the original Bowman 1-2-L. All the other Bowmans can step to the side. I'm here as always with Illa. Illa, what's good?
1: What's happening, Bowman original? You like the original recipe? Or is there like a new Coke Bowman or something out there?
0: There, There is uh, there is original recipe Bowman. Of course, you have your Beaumont Jones out there. And then also, this dude made the mistake. Uh, signing up for my swim class whose name is Bowman B-O-W-M-A-N showing up thinking like he knows how to swim he's like Bowman Extra Crispy you know it's like yo Bowman who sings that's who he is and I'm like yo you disrespecting the name right now so um, I had of course had to show up two lessons in my own customized Bowman gear cause if you're not <laughs> internet with your own customized shirts I had to show him up and that... I said bro we swimming laps today you disrespecting the name <laughs> and y'all think he's playing but he probably really does
1: have some customized boat gear <laughs> some swim trunks with your
0: fucking name on them right <laughs> yo we got God. t-shirts with the logo and the name on the back you gotta you got a self-brand this is life lessons i'm teaching y'all you know Yo, Put I want it with, with the, the Slam name.
1: Bros, with the Slam Bros, cop some cop some gear, some merchandise if it had the the Slam Bros logo on it. Get you, you know, your uh, I, your
0: L-O-Y-C custom it, fitted fitted.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm working on making it happen, you know what I'm saying? Talking to uh, a couple comic artists about some some custom gear, you know? But uh, I don't know. It's got to be. There's got to be a need for it. You know what I mean? You got to give the people what they want. Like Jalen Rose. You know, we got to give the people. So if there is some some Slam Bros who want some custom tees and other gear, you know, I'll try to uh, up the ante on working that out, making it happen.
0: Yo, let us. You want a uh, a WWE Logic Pillow hashtag (laughs) WWE Logic Pillow. (laughs) (laughs) That would actually be dope.
1: Or like a mouse pad or something. (laughs) Oh
0: man, what's good? A Samoa magic uh, coffee mug.
1: Oh man, what's good, Bowman? What's good, Slam Bros? Let's get it cracking. Let's break out the shovels and dig in the dirt.
0: Time to play the game. Time to play the game. Alright, boom. So we're here at Deep in the Dirt Sheets. Last time we joined you, everything was awful. Uh, Neville quit. He was storming out. Apparently a lot of other people wanted to quit. But uh, you know what they say, time heals all wounds. And the homie Neville, given a little bit of time away from the company, he's able to talk to some people backstage. And maybe conversations have been positive. So maybe Neville may be back maybe he'll be back a little bit later, but word on the street is the uh, man that Gravity forgot will be remembering his place of employment pretty soon. Uh, They've been missing Dumbo years,
1: so you know, I don't know, man. It's, um, because I think, isn't the
0: rumor, like, Enzo and Neville are pretty cool? I mean, that's what they say backstage, um, that they actually do like each other, but uh, I think Neville was originally, some of the rumors were that, you know, he was frustrated with the direction of the Cruiserweights. Um, I don't think he thought he was going to be down there indefinitely.
1: Yeah, I thought it was more that he had an interest in being a uh, heavyweight and con- competing with all of them. But I thought with the net, there was a lot of Enzo stories. And I was thinking WWE was probably just feeding that, you know, feeding that and seeding that so they could build um, a little uh, heat for his character. And kind of get it out there. You know, mixing a little uh, K-Fab stuff. Like maybe getting kicked out the Roman Reigns with some heat backstage. Because WWE is petty. And they would definitely cut him if there was an issue or concern backstage like that. So, they will definitely drop a motherfucker. As uh, James Ellsworth found out (laughs) this week. As he joins the likes of Emma and... The other ones, because I can't remember their names right now, who uh were recently released by the company that Vinny Mac built. So, WWE will cutcha. It's good that you know Neville's in talks to come back. We 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 need uh, him applying the rings of Saturn the fools and inexplicably doing that that uh four twenty flip and missing. You know, and his ears turning red. So. Get you get your ass back to the e Neville what else you got in the dirt what, what is what can we unearth up here
0: <laughs> all right uh next what else we got yo the homie James Ellsworth is done with the company apparently uh, his hey, run like, like I just said <laughs> yo his uh his run lasted longer than anyone would have imagined. You know, he was just a random jobber that was murdered one night by Braun Strowman on Raw. <laughs> and, you know, he got a job on SmackDown Live. Got two wins over AJ Styles. I mean, there weren't... I mean, yes, Dean Ambrose helped him or not. But he held out a job. He's been part of the women's division for uh, a good minute. He won the first Women in the Banks Money Matter match. And the uh, last SmackDown seemed to be his, uh, his send-off. And now he's officially been featured endeavored. Um, I mean, this is one of those releases like, all right, you know, there's not really much these characters can do and a year plus. Like, he made it a year plus, man. And would you imagine, you know, the Chinless Wonder here for a year plus?
1: I didn't imagine them lasting too long. I mean, his. they need like a WWE 24 on him, the improbable run of James Ellsworth, because that cat has been around. And I think the whole situation with Carm- Carmella Carmela helped. My understanding is that she actually went and sold the story, the gimmick of her uh, him, you know, falling for her and all that other stuff and kind of being her errand boy and a lot of the BDSM stuff that kind of got worked into the storyline. So, you know, thank Carmela. You know what I mean? And uh yeah.
0: I mean, now he can all, he can now build himself as a former WWE wrestler. So on the indie circuit, you know, yeah. his price is going up now. Yeah, him and uh Virgil, you
1: know, they can uh <laughs> Stand next to each other in front of tables with no people. Oh man! Uh. Trying to trying to trying to tread on past glory. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Virgil.
0: <laughs> I, I, I apologize. Biggest news in pro wrestling last week was the announcement of Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega for Wrestle Wrestle Kingdom twelve, January fourth at the Tokyo Dome. Um, at the end of Omega's match, uh, of course, uh, New Japan Wrestling they had um, their pay per view, their Power Struggle event going down. The close of Omega's match when he was defending his IGW his IWGP. US Heavyweight Championship. Jericho appeared on this screen and accepted Omega's challenge. This seems improbable. Uh, For those that have been on Twitter, you know that Omega and Jericho have been kind of having a war of the worlds for the last few weeks. And, you know, I kind of brushed it off. It's like, ah, is this Twitter? You know, they're both playing up characters. You know, I know they know each other in real life. You know, Omega's been on Jericho's podcast. They have chemistry that way. But it's like, you know, it's just like wrestlers know each other, but no one would have imagined Jericho, who's only wrestled for the WWE since he came over there. He's only wrestled for them is going to New Japan pro wrestling and wrestling at the equivalent of their WrestleMania. (laughs) What? You know, but the thing about this,
1: that um, that's cool. But I'm surprised that it took this long, and I'm and Jericho is actually, it makes total sense for him to be the one to do this. See, the way the WWE has has operated for years and gotten around a lot of stuff in terms of insurance and all this stuff, because the wrestlers are getting fucked, and because they won't unionize, they're they're getting double fucked. So they have to pay for their own insurance and a lot of different stuff. Unless you're like a top tier guy where you get certain perks and benefits. So, a lot of their money is eaten up in this petty bullshit because they're viewed as independent contractors. Well, being that you're an independent contractor, that means you can contract out with any fucking body. So, why not? You know, and that would make total perfect sense. I mean, if I had been a part of the e ER, out have done this shit a long time ago. So, I'd have been working for whoever, you know, even if it was separate gimmicks or whatever but um you know or just being smart enough and savvy enough not to sign over my intellectual property rights to my name like someone like CM Punk has done um you know so it just makes total sense cuz the WWE has been fucking them for years you know what i'm saying uh Vinnie Mac bending them over and of them back trailers and you know like hey they need to uh, ease up off a of lube, you know you know to follow Jericho's footsteps so it's it's a very smart thing to do um i don't know i mean cuz because he's probably not under contract with WWE right now and he's cool with Vince. I mean, more than likely he did the right thing and got the blessing or whatever. Um But, shit, fuck WWE. I'd be over there, you know, <laughs> independent <laughs> contracting like a motherfucker. I'm like, hey, <laughs> I would use their terminology and throw that shit right back in their face. What? I'm an independent contractor. So, there you go. You know, I'd be, if that was the kind of, that was the thing, I'd have been working on all kind of shit. You know, I mean, they probably have clauses or something in their contracts. But, you know, if you're a hard you when know, in your prime, shit, work some WWE TVs and fly and do some other indie shows and do whatever.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's what's up, man. I mean, I think, you're right. I think Jericho's probably the only one that can do this, maybe setting the example No other, people, other wrestlers to come. Other people can do
1: it, but he's the only one who's probably got the balls to try to do it or smart enough to actually see it as such and want to pull it off.
0: So, but, you know, hey, look. The list of Jericho is over, man. Whatever Jericho is doing right now is like, you know, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And you know me, I love me some New Japan. So, uh, shit, man. Like Jericho may be on Wrestle Kingdom and then come April show up at WrestleMania. <laughs> you know, first uh, undisputed champion, first wrestler to work Wrestle Kingdom and Mania in the same year. Like, bruh. Yo, he he breaks the walls down. You know, you know. <laughs> All right, let's let's keep going. Cody Rhodes is good. <laughs> it's really? There's no other way to put it. This man is good. He's good. He's good at wrestling. He's good at life. <laughs> Yo, respect to Cody
1: Rhodes. Earning what he said, triple his WWE pay Trouble. and then double the downside. You know, so earning them earning them big checks, feeling good in a good place, and then he goes home to Brandy Rhodes. Yeah. You're a
0: winner all around, Cody Rhodes. You're a winner all around. The more you know. Cody's good. Uh, There's a lot of wrestling going on this week. Um, Of course, Ring of Honor, they have their show. I think it's Survival of the Fittest. It's going down in Texas as well. Um, Cody Rhodes will be facing Christopher Daniels for the ROH Championship match in a Texas death match. It's going on at Ring of Honor. Uh, this weekend as well. So, if you're not checking out NXT, go see the ROH show because also Cody Rhodes' homie Stephen Amell is gonna once again be there helping him out.
1: Oh, or doing something very nice!
0: Very nice. So, like I said, Cody's good, dude. I
1: forgot all about Christopher Danielson.
0: Yeah. That dude's been around for years the Fallen Angel, yeah, apparently, allegedly He was supposed to be the original higher power From the um, power storyline From back in the day He was originally supposed to be the higher power
1: Oh
0: Yeah, yeah. N- You in- know Vince changes, changed his mind at the last minute n- n- himself n- Not interesting,
1: yeah. but cool Very cool
0: mm-hmm. So, But, Illa, you know who's not good right now? Who's not good? <laughs> <laughs> Who? It's Todd for our running oh, segment last oh event when we last left our hero seems to be things were taking a more positive turn for one Alberto El Patron since we last left he's returned to work for one of his jobs um, where he, uh, cut a promo and complained about said company suspending him for not believing him while the police were investigating him for a possible domestic violence dispute. My dude, <laughs> you cannot turn this into like, yo, they didn't believe me, man. Like, yo, if you want an investigation from the police, your job really only has one thing to do. <laughs> All right, wrestling or not, but outside of that, <laughs> outside of that, Alberto, I uh, gave a, a pretty. Uh, if only the Slam Bros could see
1: how I'm shaking my head <laughs> in disgust and dismay.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, you know, so he, he gave a uh, he gave a pretty dope interview with the um, Up Rocks last week. He talked about uh, Combat America, talked about the promotion. Um, which he's like, we have confirmation he's no longer the president anymore, all right? And according to Del Rio, he's not the president of Combat Americas because he has a very busy schedule and he couldn't focus 100% of the time on the energy needed to be the president of an MMA company. So he asked his friend, like, hey, I can't focus all the time. I appreciate what you're paying me, but um, I have other venues, so I'll still uh, represent the company but not as a president, all right? Good spin. Good spin, Patron. Probably has nothing to do with all your other activities. Um, Del Rio isn't a fan of everyone being in his business. He doesn't like that people don't treat wrestlers as just wrestlers. He's not a fan that with social media these days, everything you do is being reported. Doesn't that's hot. But, my dude, when you're the most interesting man in pro wrestling, <laughs> and you get in these spicy situations every week, I'm just saying, people are going to ask about, you know, who you're fighting, who you're dating. Why are you drunk on Instagram? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All um, right. Him and the ghost
1: who wrestles.
0: Long story short, Del Rio's good. He's working again. Um, he's got projects coming up. He's possibly going to be, uh, he's got a reality show coming through. He enjoyed his podcast that he did last week that we talked about. Um, he's also going to possibly be on a couple of Telemundos. Things are looking good, but there's a twist because this is El Patron. There's always a twist. Paige says she's single.
1: Oh! <laughs> oh! The ghost who wrestles. Just let the other shoe drop. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so she's going back to the WWE, where Xavier Woods is still there.
0: Yo, he's a married man
1: now. Yeah, but if his wife ain't on the road with him and Pages,
0: check and mate. Like man, I'm like, you can't make this up. I'm like, he starts to get his life together. Xavier Talk Woods about, is so, gonna be is gonna be subtweeting. So, Ghostbusters. <laughs> he starts to get his life together, and then his lady leaves him <laughs> for reasons and we don't even know. Yo, the wedding never happened. What happened in the ring? That ring was huge. That, <laughs>
1: that, that they loved. Him. That could be the best thing that's happened to Alberto El Patron. Because I, I think I don't know, man. I just blame it on the ghost who wrestles. You know, yeah, I mean, I, he's kind of nuts to his to himself, but. <laughs> I think she exacerbated things. Like, you can't have two crazy people together. Like, it makes things so much worse. So, I'm not trying to blame the ghost who wrestles because it's his own fault and his own doing. But I think that if you don't have a stabilizing force, and she is not, if you don't have a stabilizing force to offset your crazy, then it makes things so much worse. So, good for them breaking up. And now, you know, Cas- uh, Xavier Woods can go ghost busting and bust on page. And, uh, you know, and we'll probably get more uh, pictures and videos because, you know, their their iPhone security is trash. So.
0: So lots of intras, uh Always a twist. <laughs> always a twist. How, but yo. in the entirety <laughs> of
1: hell does this dude have something happen to him every week, though? Every week.
0: We actually have a special treat for you, Slam Uh Yo, the homie Illa. I actually had a chance to talk to, no, 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 then the six-time champ, Booker T.
1: What's happening, Slam bros? It's your main man, Big YC, the champ. And I'm on the horn with the five-time, 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 five-time champion, Booker T. And we're talking Survivor Series. So, Booker, my first question. Wrestling fans constantly debate about the different eras. Uh, are you a, currently a fan of the PG era, or is there another one that you prefer?
2: More than anything, the bar has been raised um, a whole lot uh, more now to where, you know, the guys got to go out there and perform at a much higher level and do uh, more uh, dangerous things that we had to do back in the day, you know, so, uh, but I, I like this era. This era right now is uh, it, it's their era, and um, personally, uh, the people that pass the baton and let these guys, you know, carry the torch, you know, onto the next level. For me, it's pretty cool um, just staying relevant, staying, you know, within the midst of the storm of the young guys doing their thing. You know, for me to stay relevant,
1: it's really cool. As an evaluator of talent, you know, who do you really see kind of on the verge or who is kind of best equipped to really succeed in the future with WWE?
2: Uh, I tell you, man, it really is a doggy dog world. It's one of those things to where, you know, you sink a swim. You know, you uh, pretty much make your own breaks in um, this business, it's, it, it's been like that since the beginning of the time, you know, the the uh, Dusty roads of the world. You know, I don't think people expected Dusty to be the biggest star um, that they, that, they uh, that he turned out to be. Or oh, a guy like, you know, Macho Man Savage. You know, we'll never see another guy like that. You know, guys like that, they, they made their own breaks. Guys like a Ricky Dragon steamboat, you know, who performed at such a high level and made people feel, a certain way, they they made their own breaks, and and it's, it's not going to be any different for these young guys right now. You know, we got the, you know the Sport Joes, the Kevin Owens, you know the AJ Styles of the world. You know now we you know even see the uh, the uh, Japan superstar Asuka, you know make her way onto the roster, onto the roster. She's going to uh, still be challenged. You know what I mean? There's going to come a time where it's going to be a crossroad in her career. It's going to be up to her to go out there and, uh, you know, push yourself to that level of, uh, you know, not being broken. And uh, that's what the business really is.
1: We've had Hulk Hogan. We've had Stone Cold. We've had The Rock and John Cena as top guys. Will there ever be a time when there's a top gal kind of driving the business, do you think? No, I
2: think right now with the women's, uh, you know, evolution, revolution, whatever they want to call it, uh, I think so. Um, I think the women have um, stepped up to the bar to stepped up the bar toward now, The men have to go out there and, you know, perform at a certain level just because, you know, the women go out there and bring it so hard. Now, you know, um, of course, there's going to be a woman that's going to be carrying the uh, ball and uh, carrying the torch uh, sooner or later. If not right now, you know, you look at, you know, the roster right now, you know, Charlotte Flair, she's making her play, you know, to be the, you know, not just, uh, you know, one of the best women in the locker room, but one of the best that ever you know, uh, grace to square a circle, Men, man or woman, you know. So I say definitely um, that's going to happen sooner or later.
1: You have Charlotte, Naomi, Natalia, Oscar, Nia Jax, especially. Nia Bay is what we call her, uh, yeah. doing their thing, you know. So I'm just really hoping that the WWE gives the women a fair shot. Because I think a woman could <laughs> headline.
2: I think, um, you know, making it to Hell in a Cell, you know, um, that right there, that, that, A whole lot for um, women um, in general, just making it that far. Just, you know, us not, you know, saying, well, they're women, they shouldn't have um, a a spot in a match of that magnitude where they can get hurt. Hey, they want to go out there and do it. Let them go out there and um, create their own legacy, their own histories. And um, right now, um, I think the women are, you know, like I say, is at the top as far as wrestling goes throughout um, the the, um, annals of time, as far as the history um, before. You know, you look at the women before, you know, the Sherry Martels. you know, the world, the Mae Youngs of the world. I think they will really be proud of what
1: uh, we have now today. Now that there is such a shift where women are getting a shot, minorities, people of color. I mean, do you think that's going to be a greater transition toward that? Because I'm still upset about that WrestleMania with you and Triple H. (laughs) That should have played out totally different given how uh, the build into that. So that, that one's still, I owe Triple H a receipt for that one.
2: You know, one thing about, uh, I always talk about this, you know, as far as uh, African-Americans and in, in professional wrestling, um, it, it's when you look back and, and think about it, you know, wrestling wasn't our way out. You know what I mean? It was always football or something like that, uh, music or, or something like that. And, and then I came along and um, I, I pretty much tried to, um, you know, break the mold as far as, you know, uh, you know, young men young women of color you know not want to you know make their way into the business um and once you know seeing someone you know that's been you know world champion six times you know that's been tag team champions you know with my brother 10 times knowing that it's not something that's unattainable um it, but but there again you got to go out there and work for it um, nothing is given you got to have the talent um for it as well you know what i mean um the, the great actors you know like Denzel Washington, um, Mark and Freeman, they're not in their position just because um, they're of color. They're in that position because they're great. And I think that's the reason why I was in that position.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you definitely have talent. Uh, I get because, you know, we're slam bros. We're based out of Houston, Texas, and we kind of represent, you know, wrestling for people of color. Um, Uh So the idea of you as a Houston native um, succeeding has always been a great thing. From our perspective, you know, we're always looking at the Shelton Benjamins, people who are athletic and who are gifted and talented, but who don't always necessarily seem to get their fair due. And that's not necessarily a slight against WWE, per se, Um, because I think that the, the general idea is that, you know, the company likes money, and if they see money in you, they're willing to back you. Is it more than talent? I mean, do you have to really be savvy about the politics of how to manage yourself behind the scenes at WWE? Or is it possible just to succeed on talent?
2: Well, I mean, uh, God told me when I got in the business, you know, uh, got to know ha- how to handle yourself in the ring as well as out of the ring, you know. Um, and 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 the thing is too, you know, a lot of it may be politics. You know, look in the um, city of Houston. Yeah, we don't have any black district attorneys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> have, yeah.
2: You, have you ever wrote about that? Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, I'm, I'm living it, young black male in Houston. I'm living it, So.
2: so So, but, but, but that that thing, you know, with, with life, you know, in life, you know, everything is a fair, you know what I mean? Um, but it doesn't, um, define who we are, you know, um, uh, especially with professional wrestling or anything like that. Um, it's a, it's sport, it's a sport, entertainment, it's acting all in one, you know, we get our script and we go out there and we play our role and we play it to the best of our abilities. And I think that's what, um, the business is really all about just like you know survivor series just like you know um, nxt you know war games you know these young guys they're going to get a chance to go out there and experience something that you know um could be a once-in-a-lifetime experience and i think it's more about the the, the moment uh and i think you know that that's the perspective i always looked at it at. all
1: right with survivor series this time out featuring a lot of the uh brand brand um, and heel versus heel matches, uh, there's really a potential for the audience to kind of not be into it in the same way. And in your role as an announcer, like how do you really go about bringing those people in and kind of cheer for one side over the other? Because Survivor <sighs> Series is going to be a weird... Um, it's so many heel versus heel matches where it's not normally a typical good guy versus bad guy. Well, my role
2: is... Uh, I'm wrong. i'm gonna root for all the raw guys we want to beat the smackdown guys you know that's my role uh that's my that's my job um you know and i'm gonna i'm gonna you know i'm gonna be a partial to leaning towards aside you know but it's gonna be good you know um heel versus heel matches you know a lot of times they turn out to be the best matches because it's about the uh, performance you know baby faces versus baby faces matches some of my matches They've been the best matches because um, it was about going out there and displaying our talent and seeing how good we really are. How how far can we really expand and make people feel a certain way, you know, about this competition that we're going to get ready to go out here and do it. I think, you know, with um, Raw and SmackDown, I think it's going to be a great opportunity, you know, for all of these guys to go out here now. And not think about uh, nothing but uh, the performance and um, how the fans are going to, you know, I'll translate that as far as how they're going to remember it many years later.
1: All right. So the Houston Astros just won the World Series. I want to know what makes having Survivor Series in Houston, Texas so special to you?
2: You know, because it's my city, man. You know, four-day extravaganza, you know, with a company that I've been with now for 17 years. Um, you know, that that right there in itself makes it special for me, um, you know, for all of my, you know, friends and family that's going to be able to come out and be a part of, you know, um, something like this also. Um, this is not something that happens in every city, um, you know, around the country on, on a weekly basis or anything. Um, you know, Houston, you know, we we truly are special. <laughs> and um, to have an event like this right here is going to be awesome, especially after, you know, um, cabinet and winning the World Series after awesome you know, seven-game series, you know, with the Dodgers. And I tell you, those guys, big big hats off to those guys. But uh, even a bigger hat off to our guys uh, for going out there and being able to pull that off after so many years of not being able to do it, you know, um, it's awesome. So it's going to be a special week, 18th to 22nd. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a special week, you know, starting out with NXT, kicking it off War Games, you know, and then Survivor Series on Sundays, Monday, you know, Night Raw and SmackDown Live right there at Toyota Center. It's going to be... Uh, going to be awesome and
1: trust me i'll be there all four days with bells on now that you've thrown your dreadlocks into the mayoral race are we going to see booker t five times back in the ring one more time you're going to get one final run
2: no no more wrestling for me man my wrestling days are totally behind me i you know i i serve my time <laughs>
1: that's
2: the way that's the way i look at it you've been talking
1: uh, to bob mcnair yeah
2: yeah right <laughs> I um uh, I went through the trenches, man, and uh, I tell you, uh, to make it through the trenches, to make it up to the side of the war, um, it's great. You know, I'm I'm loving every bit of it. You know, I give I give props to the young guys, you know, the NXT roster. I give props to, you know, my, my raw guys that go out there and do it on a weekly basis as well as those SmackDown guys, you know, it's their time, you know, and for me to pass the baton, you know, for those those guys to go out there and shine and live it up, do their thing, you know, um you know, 10 years from now, WrestleMania, um, long as I'm here, you know, seeing it, you know, I'm gonna be, you know, thanking God every day, you know? So, uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed, man. blessed every day,
1: man. I had a good time chopping it up with, uh, the five time, well, six time champ Booker T cool cat. (laughs) You know, um, I didn't, we had to kind of cut things short, you know, because PR handlers, but, um, I wanted to get more into his mayoral run and his potential there, and you know, I want to let him know that I'm going to be challenging him in the mayoral race
0: <laughs>
1: uh, for, for for Houston mayor. And you know, he has some positive insights. You know, I, was, I wanted to hear more regarding who he really respects and appreciates now. The new crop of talent, but he was kind of, you know, he, he he was letting me know he like he likes a lot of cats. So it was real cool just to hear, you know, get his insight and get his, his input on the current product. The WWE is putting out, and he he's very much at peace with himself and where he's at at this current time. Um, and the thing, you know, he just likes his his role, you know, and what he, he what he's able to do as he nurtures the talent and then uh, his other interests outside of wrestling.
0: Now, nah, yeah, he talked about him being retired, and the thing, you know, Booker T, probably a lot of us Slam Bros. He's like our favorite wrestler. He's probably got a lot of people into wrestling. I know uh, Booker T's what got me. I mean, I saw Booker T match. So I was like, yo, who is this dude? This dude's huge. I got I got to see more of this. Um, you know I'm glad that he seems to be he's at peace at retirement cuz some one of the things you see a lot you see a lot of older guys getting that edge that fix like you know let me go back in so but you know Booker T he's happy where he's at he's glad so that means we're going to have a lot of Booker um for a long time so that was dope that was dope and we got more
1: to come slam bros so keep tuning in got a, got a lot of good stuff coming in your way in the coming months
0: yeah, tell a friend to tell a friend. As always, subscribe, hit us up on Twitter, leave those comments.
1: All right, all right, all right. It's time for the
0: Survivor Series. Uh, Survivor Series. You know it's one of the big four pay-per-views. The only time when Raw and... and that's bullshit. That is... Pff. Michael Cole says that like six times every 12 minutes. That's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we got this card coming down. We got this card. We're going to cover some Survivor Series. I'm going to be honest with you. Slammer. I haven't seen NXT in, like, two months. So, yes, NXT is going on. Um, the homie Bowman is going to be out with my friends. So, I'm, I'm not going to see NXT uh, War Games when it's live, which is kind of t- I'm a little disappointed, but also I gotta hang out with my friends and be honest with y'all. I gotta go socialize. All right. <laughs> um, but The War Games is a dope concept. It has been backed, you know, old WCW concept, NWA concept. Like, it's, it's gonna be dope. The NXT shows are always the better shows. NXT's roster's been rebuilding, it's been better. You got Adam Cole there now. Um, McGuire's back. Um, Andreas Clemente, they've made his character a better. Prince Puma's a free agent, so who knows if he might show up somewhere. You know, I don't the speculation. Authors of Pain and whatever. There's a lot of stuff going on, but we're not covering that card. We're just going to go straight to Survivor Series. Survivor Series, not Curies. Man, I'm stumbling on these words already because I am ar- already don't want to deal with Survivor Series. Because, Illa, did you hear the news? The pre-show for Survivor Series is starting at 5 p.m. on Sunday. It's going to be two hours of pre-show. Yay. What the hell? What are they going to do for two hours?
1: Yo, yeah, and I um I may attend Survivor Series. Um, you know, it just depends on if I'm looking to forward to living the sweet life. Um, <laughs> I may work that out. But I definitely am not trying to check for NXT right now, um, because well, no, the authors are paying. Some of the tag teams are good, but like Oscar was the last champ that I was really interested in. Ember Moon is cool, but I really don't care about um the women's division and who they have right now. So it's really nothing appealing to me on an NXT show. Uh, As far as a two-hour-long pre-show, yeah. How? Well, I don't even know how I I understand how it's all one wrestling show. You know what I mean? You don't have a pre-show. It's just we don't want to pay these motherfuckers the way they should be paid, and we don't want to give them royalties later. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we want to piss off people like Neville. That's what the show is—a pre-show.
0: So, um, who do we have coming up? Who's on the pre-show? I, the only thing I I think we can confirm of, because you know this card's been changing, so it could possibly change again because it's WWE. They always do stuff at last minute. We know that the Cruiserweight Championship, Enzo Amore versus Callisto, is being um, defended on the pre-show. You guys know me. I have no love for Enzo. You know? No love. But. But he's a certified G.
1: And a bona fide stud.
0: I love that. Like he's got like uh Gulak there as like the straight the straight man, who, who could not. <laughs> that guy is so white, yo. He's like whiter than mayonnaise, yo. The whitest <laughs> I mean, man ever.
1: I mean,
0: like, and, you, and, and then you and then you have like, like how you so, doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. Thank you for asking. <laughs> like, dude? They can get so much mileage out
1: of Izzo and Gulak because you have the whitest man ever and you have this Italian wigger. Oh, the Italian wigger and the white man.
0: And it's just, oh man. Bro, if you haven't seen it, this man spelled soft correctly. He spelled soft correctly.
1: Hilarious. All right, who we got on the Survivor Series lineup? We got Enzo versus Callisto on the forgettable pre-show. And so, in the
0: words of Kevin Owens, we'll just forget about all that. All right, so last year's Survivor Series, it started off with the five-on-five women's elimination match. We have the Raw team, the captain Alicia Fox, who only has one T-shirt now in the shop zone again. It's still the new t-shirt, but it's just one. Um, Nia Jax, Asuka, Sasha Banks, hashtag notmybailey to write out the team. And then we also have the SmackDown team. I think Becky's a captain. I think. These captains really don't matter. Um, Camilla, Naomi, Tamina, and a fifth member. It was going to be Charlotte, but Charlotte's now the champion, so it's not Charlotte. So speculation it might be uh, Natty. Natty being swapped out for Charlotte's position, or possibly Paige. They haven't decided what brand Paige is going back to, so it could be Paige for a surprise entrance.
1: Yo, she's going back to SmackDown because that's where
0: Xavier Woods is.
1: <laughs> low hanging fruit.
0: low hanging fruit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, the better the tea her with. Alrighty. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, next up we got the Miz, the Intercontinental, the Inter. Ugh, I just we didn't quit. do any. We didn't do any predictions.
0: <laughs> oh. oh, we didn't yeah. do you know any predictions. Who's winning the match? Uh, All the right, Rock- so there was like speculation that um this year Vince wanted Raw to appear superior because it's the 25th anniversary of Raw, so like the ratio of the win matches need to be like three matches to five or whatever. So I don't know. This that's dirt sheet stuff. The raw woman is winning this match. Oscar's on the Raw team. I don't think they're having Oscar take a L to um, even on a team squad right now. This is not this isn't SmackDown's match. I, I do find it hilarious that on Raw, um, Dana Brooke got knocked out by Oscar. It was like reminiscent of their NXT days. I don't know why Dana Brooke was like acting a fool, but like yeah, so I think um Man, you remember last year? Wasn't this match like an hour? No, the men's match was like an hour. Oh god, this one was like forty minutes. You ready for that?
1: Nice. Give me a f- nice.
0: Forty-minute match. The Raw Squad right. is so, winning,
1: though. I mean, that's just what it is.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, moving up as you said, the Miz, the Intercontinental Champion, versus Baron. Corbin, United States champion. <clears throat> the Miz has been setting
1: fire to Baron Corbin's ass with these like, promos um, over the last couple weeks. Like, fire! Like it's, like, his it's like the Miz went super saiyan on Baron Corbin in these promos, and that's been entertaining in and of itself. Um, I could, I could see just, Baron Corbin getting the win. Because Miz doesn't necessarily need it, and they're trying to give Baron Corbin a little bit of his rub back after he went on that L streak. Yo,
0: but I don't. Why do they do that with their champions? Why they put the belt on somebody? And this is such a WWE thing because you don't see this in Ring of Honor, and you definitely don't see it in like New Japan, where they put the belt on somebody and they just lose like matches. If you have the belt, you need to be the best. <clears throat> and I uh, like Baron Corbin. Hashtag he's been L's to. WWE logic. It's taking L's to Sinkara. Alright? It's a Sinkara. And they always do the thing like, alright, they lose the matches when they don't mean anything, but when it's actually a championship match, they find a way to win. Probably with shenanigans. I'm like, you don't look strong. Um over time, you're not doing these characters any favors. And also because baron has been taking these L's to Sinkara, like Miz has just been shitting on him on the mic, man. And it's not like Baron Corbin can spit. He's not gonna be able to go. He's not gonna be able to, like, that's not even fair. It's not even fair to put like Baron Corbin on the mic against Miz, even if you gave him a chance. Remember, this man did the Bella's parody where he was robot John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when the Miz did that? that was
1: you can't go up against Thank this. you for reminding me of that. <laughs> That was hilarious, yo. Oh, man. <laughs> that was awesome because he was taking so many shots. All
0: right. So, also, I do see Miz kind of sneaking out a win here because he's got the Miz-tourage, and He's got homies. True. Very true. So you got now, mind the you, one homies in a neck brace, which is hilarious. He's still got homies. <laughs> But you gotta sell a gimmick, man.
1: Like uh, they they used to wear the the arm, the arm brace for like two years. Yo, how long, yo? How long you had this damn cast on?
0: (laughs) Cowboy Bob Orton had that cast on for years.
1: Like (laughs) you said it
0: earlier, they don't have that medical insurance. He couldn't afford to get it taken (laughs) off.
1: (laughs) You, you right. Oh, shit. Geico needs to get into the wrestling business. (laughs) Stop dealing dealing in cars. (laughs) Go help these fools out.
0: Do you have CTE? We got low rates for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, it's terrible. I'm so problematic. All right. uh... (laughs) So, who do you got? You got the Miz or Baron Corbin?
1: Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin's got this. The Lone Wolf. He needs it.
0: All right. Yeah. Man, that's gonna all right. I I think I think we're gonna see shenanigans, uh, Ms. Taraz, Ms. Miz, Miz gets uh, Miz, cause yeah. Uh, next, we have Seamus and Cesaro, the bar. The raw Tag team champions versus the Trap House Usos. Ooh. The Smackdown live. Usos. Uh champions like man. All right. No matter who wins, this match is gonna be fire. Yeah. The, okay. The fans will win with this one.
1: This should be a yeah. good match, despite Sheamus's clunkiness. Cesaro and the Usos alone will help carry him through the day.
0: Yo, you know what? Um, Cesaro hasn't done in a while. He hasn't done like his uh, his Psycho Crusher. If you don't get my Street Fighter reference, it's when he would bounce off the rope and do like that twisting uppercut.
1: Yeah. But also yeah. the uh, cause I saw him bust out a neutralizer. Yeah, Um yeah. But he hasn't done the big swing in a while. I think that's like a fan-friendly thing.
0: I guess it's like a baby face thing, you know? But I still... Like, uh, I was going to say the Trap House Usos getting the win. The, the Trap House Usos are also getting that baby
1: face pop, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, And like, that's what's kind of switching up my, my decision. I'm going to go with um, Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, for the for the for the win here, I at mean, my heart is with the Trap House Usos, you know, because they mean, be yeah, thugging. A, yeah, but it's WWE, so, so yeah. Seamus and Cesaro eke it out. They just got the belts back. Um,
0: unless they're shenanigans, I see Seamus and Cesaro pulling us out. I mean, you know, you know, one of the things I like about the Seamus she- the and Cesaro dynamic is like when Cesaro is making that last second pin, uh, save, he always kind of like runs in with his head. Like, he uses his head to push people off the pin, and I always find that so hilarious. <laughs> and I don't know if, like, Cesaro was trolling us on Monday, but he was cutting uh, his promo talking on Ms. TV with his damn mouse, his mouth guard on. I'm like, take the mouth guard out. You got to speak. Those things aren't for speaking. Well, you know, um, he's got those fucked up teeth, so. <clears> though. <throat> he was, uh, you know, I think uh, I, was, I was up with... Yo, this match is going to be fire. Um... Man, how am I? I'm, this is hard to say. I do feel like if SmackDown was going to win a match, it would be this one. It would be this one. So I'll go with the Trap House. So we're split here. Uh, you got the bar, I got the Trap House Usos.
1: No doubt, no doubt. Next up, we're going to
0: have the Raw Women's
1: Champion, Alexa Bliss, versus, versus woo! Charlotte Flair. The new SmackDown Women's Champion. Who you got in this one, Bowman?
0: Man? Um, Alexa Bliss has like the best expressions. So like her like surprise face, her like no you didn't face, like oh my god face. Her oh face. Like, yeah, I just I just one face. Like her faces are great. But then also when Charlotte gets like the woo, you know when she gets up in there. So I think there's gonna be some so like very expressive faces going down here. Um, Charlotte is probably going to get the the win
1: with this one y- just yeah. for um, uh, what's the word? Nost- not nostalgia, but uh, the 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 Ric Flair connection. You know, I, Ric Flair going through what he's gone through. Um, the recent Ric Flair <clears throat> thirty for thirty being dropped on ESPN. So I see Charlotte Flair making a good memory for her dad. Even though I really want Alexa Bliss to beat the crap out of Charlotte,
0: Charlotte is gonna catch the W for this one and get I, a win for I the think SmackDown team. Not just for the uh the Flair pop, but also I, I think they really wanna build to Charlotte versus Oscar at some point, you know? And for that to happen, you have to make besides uh, uh Oscar, the most dominant uh woman performer in the E these last five years has been Charlotte Flair. So you got to keep her looking strong. So if they do do a mania match or whenever they do decide to pull the gun on that match, it's not like, well, Hey, Charlotte Oscar, you may be, you know, undefeated, but you know, Charlotte flair, she is a uh, six time woman's champion, like push come to shove. She's going to, she's going to go all the way and she's a flair. So, you know, are you prepared for her to cheat? Which, you know, But they'll probably make the story about something stupid. About like Charlotte pushing Oscar and cake. And now they're fighting over cake. And it's going to be like a cake on a pole match. First person to get the cake gets to use it. Cake doesn't actually factor into the finish. Because of hashtag WWE logic. So. But uh, yeah I say uh, Charlotte. (laughs) Charlotte is getting this win. Excuse my weird um, random tangent fake matches. But yeah. Real Mad Charles gonna win.
1: Yo, that was quite a tangent. <laughs> but hey, you know, ha- have to let you have your moment.
0: Yeah. Yo. <laughs> we have. Hopefully, if nobody gets sick, the shield. <laughs> hopefully, nobody's been passing
1: JoJo around
0: again. All uh, right. The shield. Yo, yo. Low hanging fruit. <laughs> the shield. But it tastes delicious. The- Versus the New Day. Um, This is, I guess, the Survivor Series pay-per-view has been shuffled around. Because when they had the original mashups going in about a month ago, they were for things that people just didn't care about. So they had to shuffle some things. Put some belts and some people in places we actually cared for. Um, This is one of the, the reshufflings. Getting the belts off of. Uh, Dean and Rollins opened them up for another card on the show, putting them against the New Day. Now, as we as we talked about last time before the homie got sick, um, we always talked about like how you know the Shield triple threats were a treat; they're always great. You know, uh, New Day. If I don't know if I don't know why people still doubt their performance, I don't know why people still doubt like Xavier Woods' credibility as a wrestler. Like after like hell in a cell and you know everything else he's done, but putting a new day and a triple threat against the Shield, I think this is gonna be a this is gonna be a good match too. And if the it new has day, the new day is gonna come out on top. No, I don't think so because they're building the Shield up. I think they gotta, nah, the, the new day is, is coming out on top.
1: I think this is gonna be something that starts with some shenanigans amongst the Shield and causes another breakup. Um, but the new day is gonna come out on top. Because uh, you, you know Vince only has faith in, uh, what's the greasy here dude's name? Roman Reigns and uh, the rest of them. So no. it, it comes out on top. And Shield just has a track record of just taking L's when they're faces. Like when they were the hounds of justice and coming out whooping people, they got some victories. But once they went babyface, they kept taking L's to Bray Wyatt and the fam. They kept taking L's to whoever the fuck else they went up against. The Shield was always catching L's. The coolest thing about that match was that intro, and it was going to catch that L. So I see that tradition starting right back up with Survivor Series.
0: Now, um, I don't think they're going to tease a breakup with these guys so soon because if the end goal is to try and keep Roman over, as long as they keep him with his buddies, he's likable. Also, something strange happened. Well, not strange, but if you know WWE foreshadowing, Big E cut a promo about the Brotherhood of the of the New Day, how they are a group that's never fought with each other, that's never betrayed one another, that's never um, broken up. All right. Well, those are true statements in the context of wrestling. That normally sets up like yo, somebody is yeah, like yeah, about yeah. to hit a chair in the back, and I would hate for that to happen with the New Day because I I forgot where. But I definitely, I've heard Xavier Woods, you know, talk, you know, outside of character about, like, you know, we want to try and do this for as long. We want to be like the Freebirds, you know. We want to help each other out. We don't want to just, like, break up. Like, like his goal is to get, like, Kofi a singles run at a champion, at a championship. And they kind of also mentioned that on their promo on SmackDown, too. Like, between us, like, Kofi has all these damn champions. Like, he's actually really good, y'all. No, he's really, really good, y'all. You know, he's, like, you know, he'll sell that stuff. So he talked about, all right, if I have to be a manager to push Kofi to get a championship, I'll do that. But we'll do it together as brothers. But, like, he said that outside of the context, but on the show on SmackDown, that promo was like, oh, man, like, these fuckers would. Like, you don't have to break up the group. Like, you can, you know, sometimes your friends move away, but you're still friends. You got a new job. But it's just a
1: tease. The new day about to win. (sighs)
0: I don't know, man. This is WWE. You sound you, you nice sound things. so sad and despondent
1: too. I'm just like, yeah. It's like you're like McNulty standing around uh Stringer Bell's apartment. <laughs> Looking like your kinfolk just died.
0: <laughs> oh man. All right, what's the next match? Oh, okay. We have the men's five on five Survivor Series elimination match. We have uh, the team captain, Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, hashtag respect, and Triple H versus Shane McMahon, team captain, John Cena. I was waiting for a hashtag, fuck John Cena, but I guess, all right, we'll get that later. Um, Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Bobby Roode. This one should be pretty interesting.
1: Um, I mean, the addition of hashtag Fuck John Cena wasn't a, you know, it was nothing special. I mean, they try to hype it up like this big star joins the team. And then the late addition of Triple H to for the Kurt Angle Triple H matchup that they're going to build toward. Boo! At the expense of building up the bland Justin Jordan, who is finally yes, starting. You to,
0: don't even know. You don't even know, homies. Yeah. Baby, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh shit!
1: Jason Jordan, Justin Jordan, not on. That. I mean, he was finally <laughs> starting to get like slightly interesting, um, but with the Kurt Angle stuff, so it could be something. I mean, I think this match is going to tease it. I easily see some kind of shenanigans with Kurt Angle and Triple H that'll um cause them to build toward their future match. I don't know that Kurt is gonna cost Triple H maybe the match and the SmackDown team wins or if it's just going to resist them being in some kind of brawl and it's going to lead to the other people you know
0: picking up the victory somehow. But some I- kind of shenanigans I- is going
1: to happen between Kurt Angle and Triple H.
0: H! Alright, something. So originally John Cena was supposed to be the special guest referee for Jinder Mahal versus Brock Lesnar. But then things change. We'll get into that. Um, Some type of shenanigans are going to happen. I do wonder if maybe Shane's going to cool it down this year. Because, you know, Shane, let's just say he got a concussion last year. Like, he did not leave that match right. That, you know, like he hit his head and he was kind of wobbling. And so... um, Wobble, wobble. Shakey, shaky. What I kind of distinctly remember from last year's Survivor Series elimination match. Was the men's match? There was kind of a lot of holding pattern. It was an hour. It was an hour. Um, there's a lot of like holding patterns. When like, all right, we're resetting. Let's get back into it. Picked it up at the end. Um, you're thinking shenanigans between Triple H and Kurt Angle. I do see that these whole these whole teams are for whatever built on, you know, uneasy alliances.
1: I think there's gonna be a, a confrontation with um, Braun Strowman and John Cena. Like, the two of them left in a match yeah. in the ring, yeah. and they do the kind of look across at each other, and John Cena's going to look out to the audience like a fucking goofball and spin around in a circle as he's looking at the audience and ooh, trying to see if there's any kind of interest. Uh,
0: um, yeah. A, a possibility that may happen uh, Maybe, uh well, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn probably won't interject themselves in this match. They'll probably just be like, I told you so. Because... Their whole point is, like, yo, you McMahons are are crazy, and you're all hypocrites. So why should we do this whole thing for brand supremacy? And that's the one thing. I really wish, like, this whole concept of, like, brand supremacy and under siege is pretty stupid. Because, actually, they're all under the same company. But if they did something almost, like, as simple as, like, you know, the all-star break. Whatever, you know, conference wins the all-star game, they get the home field advantage. For the finals or whatnot, so they could do something stupid like, all right, whichever brand wins the Survivor Series match, they get the number thirty spot in the Rumble. Boom! That way you don't lock down your WrestleMania plans. You can just say like, all right, you know, this is the number thirty spot, something like that. But like stakes for like, uh, like are you saying like it, if you're the it, last
1: survivor or something.
0: Like yeah, if you're if your team wins, if your team wins on Survivor Series, SmackDown wins. That means a SmackDown wrestler gets to be entered at number thirty. So how do you determine
1: on which one is going to be? Uh, well, then you. So no, then make they would it-
0: come back and determine that later. Yeah. You're just like your yeah. brand now has that spot, so you don't have to lock in anything. Your just brand just gets it. So, and then they can do a tournament for who wants the thirty spot later or whatever they want to do. But it adds actual stakes to the match. But as, it, as far as right now, Branson for me, like Baron Colburn is a dude who clearly says I don't care about like anyone else. You know. Randy Orton's a dude who's a snake. He doesn't care about anyone else. You know what I'm saying? We haven't heard Shinsuke and Nakamura talk about anything. So like loyalty to SmackDown is really like, mm. And you know, like loyalty to your company at the end of the day is kinda stupid because y'all y'all can all get fired anyway. You're independent contractors. So in the Grand scheme of thing <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? With this brand's important. But it's gonna be an interesting match. Um, a lot of people are complaining that the guys are pretty older, like you know, like, no one under 20 is in this match. And I'm like, yeah, but my homie Samoa Joe's in there. You know, he's going to give somebody the hands. I want to see Samoa Joe give Shane the hands. Um, Someone who knows how to throw a punch against Shane's baby punches. So I just feel like that would be a great dynamic. Um, just
1: watching Samoa Joe give somebody that work. You know what I'm saying? That's all I like to see, just that Samoa magic. Because Samoa Joe is vicious. He is the perfect heel character. I can't wait until his title run. That's going to be awesome. Because, I mean, the beatings will commence. <laughs> 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 I love Samoa Joe. He is so awesome. Like Braun, he's going to have a decent run. He's going to be cool. But when Samoa Joe gets that belt, oh, man, it's going to be so live. Uh, But, you know, I, I think this match is going to be what it is. Um, it's gonna? I just, I just think it's gonna boil down to shenanigans. I think that's ultimately what is gonna come down to some sha fucking shenanigans. <laughs> and you know, we're gonna get. And I, I definitely see an appearance by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. But um, I don't know if they'll come to aid SmackDown or cost SmackDown. That's gonna be the question if they do pop dough. Yeah, that
0: would be. So it would. I mean.
1: And then of course the <laughs> Triple H nonsense, but yeah.
0: You yeah, got Triple H. I mean, I guess I figured they needed some star power for this um this, Whatever. Uh, Smackdown. And then also maybe Triple H is going to be on the Indian tour. So maybe he's just Yo, the Indian
1: out. tour is one date now. They've just reduced it to one date. I
0: I thought it was two. It's like uh is it,
1: two? Yeah. is it one? Whatever. So I mean, uh, and so the Indian tour is is not a tour. <laughs> it's just a, we're going to pop up. <laughs> all right, it's a super show. Yeah. All right, all right. That leaves us with the main event. The phenomenal AJ Styles, the WWE champion versus the universal champion representing Raw, Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah. This is going to be dope. I think that Bryce. AJ and, and
0: Brock are going to bring it out of each other. Um, You see, I say that all the time, but like Brock has just been. Yo, Daniel Bryan said it the best, man. He's just been lazy. Like Brock's been lazy. And um, he's been working the same match for the last. What, four years now? And uh, even the Braun Strowman match was a little disappointing. Now, uh, AJ Styles can get like a three-star match out of a broom. And uh, I think AJ has something to prove here. It depends on whether or not Brock wants to come to work. That's, That's really what it boils down to. I
1: shall not let your slander besmirch my Brock Lesnar fandom.
0: Yo, Brock Lesnar missed a spot. Kind of I shall not seconds. let your
1: slander <laughs> besmirch my Brock Lesnar fandom <laughs> even if what you say is true. damn true. I look forward to Brock Lesnar's matches where he breaks out his down to two moves. <laughs> I don't think I don't I don't think he even gives people the shoulder in the corner anymore. like Brock is just suplex walk around. F five, <laughs> but Bro, the good thing get- about Brock is he sells for other people. That's what I like. You know, he he sells for other people, and that's a good thing when you have a big dude. You know, selling your offense. But I don't. It, the good and the bad of um, how they've kind of built Rock are bill billing him as this uh, UFC MMA fighter style. Versus the old wrestler format that he used to do, because when he was wrestler, Brock, he was more at you know he's still athletic and he still got it. He's still fast as fuck, still strong as fuck. Um, I can definitely you know I, I give you the lazy, but to a degree. Um, but it's also part of the character is that he's more of a of of a UFC MMA style fighter. So he may break out the kimura lock or something like that versus kind of doing the athleticism and the various moves that he was known for um but with 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 the right opponent he definitely levels up
0: so i'm looking forward to this match it should be pretty damn good now when we say lazy let me let me let me preference this i mean because no man who's suplexing another man is 280 pounds like six times i'm not gonna call him lazy all right that's pretty much a deadlift over your head all right but the matches have been um, samey, uninterested, and as a performer whose job is perform. That's, that's where a lot of it comes down. But I will say, illa, the homie Daniel Bryan was mad disrespectful on SmackDown. His words, not mine, where he called Brock Lesnar a quitter. We've seen him quit the WWE before, and in USC, we've seen him quit to a weak knee bar. So. Did he say that on the, uh, on On SmackDown. Oh, on the
1: show. On the show. How did I miss that? Wow, Daniel Bryan need to get served up to the beast incarnate for that slander. (laughs) Break your neck for real, chump. So, um And yo, did you see Paul Heyman in the middle of the program of his promo where somebody chooses to propose to their girl? And Paul Heyman, just so disrespectful. Oh, my God. lead out the ring and gave those people what for. <laughs> that was hilarious on Raw. The, a live
0: show, ladies and gentlemen. A live show. Master of ceremonies. Do, do not interrupt him. Learn your lesson. Do not interrupt a Paul Heyman promo. So, overall, I don't really have any expectations
1: for Survivor Series. I mean, I think there's going to be a couple solid to good matches um And a couple groaners. I mean, which is, you know, better than, like, TLC or something like that. So, you know, <laughs> that's a step it's up. Of,
0: it's, Yeah, it's one of the main jer- If you do spend your time res- watching wrestling this week, um, if you want You know what? Do- I, I think Survivor Series is going to be, like, Justice League to BVS. Oh you God. know,
1: like, BVS just is like a TLC where it's just like, this is just some bullshit. Whereas Justice League is like, eh, this is all right, you know, I could watch it. It's pretty enjoyable, you know? I had some moments, you know? A couple, some terrible CGI and some bad shit happening. And that's what's gonna happen here in a Survivor Series. It's gonna give you that same kind of feeling of like, yeah, I could watch, I could sit through it, you know? So, uh, that's my expectation, dude. You got big hopes for a
0: Survivor Series? No, never, never for these big shows. They're like four hours, you know, four hours. I mean, you know, hey, you do all this swimming to build up your
1: cardio. I, yeah, <laughs> You know, so you can watch these marathon shows Ima- Imagine if I, I have to be there in person You know, I mean, maybe I'd be in the suite You know, eating some catered food or something You know what I'm saying? Some nice steak and, you know, desserts or whatever And having drinks But that's besides the point I still would have to sit there
0: You know, you you have but it on But I'm you, always you know, curious To, to see the, the train wreck happening And that's bad I'm always curious to see the trainwake, and the WWE always does manage every now and again to have that one moment that makes you go, wow, what's going to happen next? And that's the thing. They always have that one moment. Out of all the bullshit, they'll do something right, something so crazy to be like, all right, I wonder where they go from here. And that normally happens at one of these big four pay-per-views. So it's drugs. That's basically the answer. WWE's drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you can find us on the internet at Slam Bros Pod. Hit us up there. You can find me at Bowman12L on Twitter and Instagrams. Let us know what you think is going to happen. Are you excited for. Survivor Series, are you watching TakeOver? What section are you sitting in? Are you trying to find Illawise C? Are you watching Ring of Honor this week? Let us know. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit the subscribe buttons. Leave a review on iTunes. You might not think it, it doesn't help, but it actually does help. The robots like to see that more. Interaction means, hey, people want to hear it. We'll push it up to the top of the page. We'll push up to the top of the Google searches. So let everyone know what you like about the Slam Bros, what you don't like about the Slam Bros. Want to hear more of, when you want to hear less of? Let us know. L-O-Y-C, where can people find you?
1: Uh, Soundcloud.com forward slash slam bros. Holla at us and holla at L-O-Y-C on the Twitters and uh Y-C the champ on the uh, Instagrammaticals, you know? But yeah, I mean, I've been on a roll a on Twitter, you know, but I just talk
0: shit, swallow spit. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Whatever you do this weekend, make good choices, stay safe. We'll see y'all next time. Fuck that. Get loaded. Have fun.